0: Are you going to cry? Yes. Little bitch
1: baby? I'm going to cry because I love you.
0: Ew. Get David in there. I want to talk to David. David!
1: No, don't come in. (laughs) He's not allowed in my private recording studio.
0: What's your private recording studio? My bedroom. Bonjour et bienvenue à Animer le Monde, un podcast à propos de deux amis et leurs lettres d'amour à animation sous toutes ses merveilleuses formes. Je suis votre co-animateur, Kélis Memo. Et... <rire> <Oui>. Qu'est-ce qu'il <rire> se passe, Richard?
1: Mon ami, <rire> Richard.
0: Ceci n'est être notre podcast française sur l'animation. C'est vrai, right? Oui. Okay, that wasn't a word. That last one. Whoopsies. Oui. Baguette. (laughs) How did you like that, Richard?
1: Okay, first of all, I'll I'll pay good money to listen to your French like any day because you flow real nice and it sounds really good. So, I enjoyed (laughs) it. I just didn't know anything. Even after 60 episodes, I don't even know what you said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. It's probably not grammatically correct because I haven't taken a French class in six years ah, wow. that's good mm-hmm. but i will say it is apropos of this podcast because i think france is like the second or third largest consumer of anime behind like the united states
1: really what about japan
0: yeah that's what i'm saying like oh. third. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: but i wasn't counting japan at first like because they
1: like an international them. consumer of anime sure yeah
0: The French
1: love animation. It's nice to know there are a bunch of weebs in France that I can connect with. That's very good.
0: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's all I've got. Oh, I mean, that was really good. I love that.
1: (laughs) Next time we'll do Japanese. uh, And I will butcher that language, so have fun with that. Konnichiwa. Uh,
0: Okaeri. I don't know the you welcome. I just feel like I'm home. Okaeri.
1: The Daima. <laughs> the Daima. Yes, perfect. Awesome. Um, Kelly, I have a question for you. Oh. So, yeah. um, this is actually uh so Kelly, I just a heads up, this is a little it's not like heavy, heavy, but like it's something that like I think is something I'd like to spend a little bit of time talking about. Um mm-hmm. so the creator of SpongeBob uh earlier this week passed away. Oh. Yeah, Steven Hillenburg. Okay. And that was uh Something that was like SpongeBob was very very important to me. I think it was pretty important to a lot of people in our generation. And so what I wanted to do this, too. yeah, um, what I wanted to do this week was maybe spend some time just celebrating some of the best SpongeBob moments that we've ever seen before. Whether or not you've seen, whether or not you watched a lot of SpongeBob, if you're on the internet, you've seen a bunch of memes from SpongeBob probably. It's true. And you, no,
0: have, I'm super into this. Yes, I, good. I love SpongeBob. Actually, you know what? To start us off, can I share you my first memory of Spongebob? Because I remember it very clearly. Yes. So I think it aired like in 2000 or 1999.
1: Or uh, yeah, about 2000 or 1999, somewhere there.
0: Um, I remember very clearly. So I moved around a lot when I was little. So like I know exactly what time periods I was in because I was in a different house for like different times of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this was when I was in like my the, the home I consider my childhood home because I was there for like five years and it was like my elementary school time um and i was in my parents bedroom with my brother and my dad and my mom and we were like lying around on their bed lazy on like whatever day and they had a tv in their room and it was like one of those clunky tvs because it was back in the day (laughs) um but we had wrestled the remote from them and we went to like nickelodeon where they were premiering or whatever the new spongebob Mm. it was like their First, the first episode, the like you're hired, whatever. When he goes to the yeah thing, um, and we absolutely loved it. And my mom doesn't really like kid shows or fun. Well, she likes fun, but she doesn't like like games <laughs> oh, things like
1: happiness.
0: <laughs> but I, she all she she's the one who brings up the story more than anyone. But she like turned to us and she's like, "This is a, this is gonna make it. Like, this is gonna be a big show. Like this is very good." And, like, she's constantly saying, like, I knew from the very beginning that Spongebob (laughs) was going to make it. And it's coming from, like, my mom who was, like, like, she hated Fairly Odd Parents, She hated Hey Arnold. She hated, like, a lot of shows. Mm. Um, Or she would only like a specific thing about a specific show. Like, she really liked, um, what's his name? The Mouse from Cat in the cat dog oh
1: uh, oh that mouse i used to hate that mouse wh- wh- my
0: mom just liked his name like this is what she that's what her 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 ability with cartoons was but she was like "SpongeBob's gonna be a great show and she like loves it
1: so your mom like is like one of those influences like she was able to decide yeah. like right then and there that this is gonna be like yeah. the next big thing
0: my mom has like two cartoons from the very beginning and has continued to like them and it's the Simpsons and SpongeBob so she's got a good track record of longevity.
1: <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, she she's 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 got taste. It's so interesting because SpongeBob of the Nickelodeon shows, I know. I remember so many Nickelodeon shows so fondly. Um we we also had like pretty spotty access to cable and actually I remember it was about the same year that we got cable that we started watching that SpongeBob came out. And mm-hmm. um Like, we, we, it was one of those things where, like, we we got it as, like, a trial and they never came to take it away. So, like, we had, like, free cable for a while. And I remember, like, being, like, (laughs) I'm so happy that we got it now because, like, this is, like, is is all TV like this? Is all cartoons, like, this good and this enjoyable? Turns out, no. Um, No. But, like, when I think of something that uh, has influenced my sense of humor and uh, shaped who I am and what I think is good, it's very much Spongebob – I remember probably my earliest Spongebob memory would be probably the Bubble Buddies episode. I don't know if it was Bubble Buddies, Mm. but where it's like, because like the first episode maybe was split into three. Like they had three shorter episodes instead of two uh, Mm because they usually do 11 minutes each. And I think it was the Reef Blower was one of them. It was like you're hired. And then the third one was uh, Bubble Buddies where Spongebob tries to teach Squidward how to blow a bubble. And like, it was like some good quality humor like you have two yeah. idiots who are like blowing bubbles and they're really good at it. and then you have a third guy who's like really cranky and he comes and is like bubbles are dumb and then they teach him how to blow bubbles and there's like oh I like stop on your right foot don't forget it and bring it around town like I used, we used to just recite that for fun back on the playground mm-hmm. uh it's a good quality time
0: I just, there's just so many episodes. I I haven't watched Spongebob in years, but I remember so many episodes so clearly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like the Sandy Texas one, the karate one, the um, jellyfish hunting one, Mm -hmm. any episode of Squilliam in it, the like, I can't, I don't know how to breathe anymore, Mm -hmm. the uh, you meet Sandy the first time and he's too awkward to like get water, like... (laughs) There's just so many just come off the top of my head Mm -hmm. when you meet Karen, like Plankton's wife. Yes. Just like, (laughs) it's just all so memorable. And then the thing about SpongeBob that made it so different was like its use of live action Mm -hmm. randomly where you could never predict if an episode was going to have a live action thing. Mm. Like one of my favorite episodes is the one where they're like, they all go into the air And they turn into like those little stick uh, like a sponge and a crab. And and Squidward is terrifying. (laughs) So good. That's
1: very good. Um,
0: And the Christmas episode. The Christmas
1: episode. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. First Christmas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. When they race snails. Yes. When they... Someone took that episode. Do you know this? Hmm. Someone took that whole episode where they're racing snails and um, overlaid... they didn't change anything of it, but they just added subtitles where they replaced um, the snails with, like, different consoles. (laughs) And the... So, like... Well, Patrick was Nintendo, uh, Squidward was Sony, and SpongeBob was um, Microsoft, and then their consoles were, like, the Xbox 360, the (laughs) PS4, and then the, like, Wii. And, like, you know, the battle between Sony and Microsoft, but then Nintendo just won. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yay, and Rocky. like it's just the entire episode, <laughs> the one where they did the Olympics. Oh my god! All those people die. Mm-hmm.
1: The fry, the fry cook games. All those people died in that, and I was like, "Ha, oh, that's yeah. funny," but that's pretty dark.
0: <laughs> my name's not Rick.
1: <laughs> There's so many quotable, iconic bits that are just inherently yeah. very funny, and like it's a, a, one thing that I've seen a couple people say about SpongeBob is that it was absurd enough for kids to love it, but also quality enough and like honestly funny enough for parents who are watching to like most of the time enjoy it there were of course many parents who were just simply horrified by the art style of spongebob but like a lot of like my dad like loves spongebob so much and whenever we used to watch it he used to secretly get so excited and he would quote it with us and it was very sweet
0: it's so good i still quote the glass bones and paper yeah my mom to get her to laugh
1: (laughs) I'll just yell rectangles the, at my dad and
0: he giggles really hard. I also like always quote the the chocolate. Chocolate! The the with the old lady when she's like, <laughs> I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. How I always hated it! <laughs> it's such a good show. A and good it show. sucks that it's still going on and yeah. getting less quality because mm-hmm. like those first few seasons are incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. The first three seasons were really great, and then, from what I understand, Steven Hillenburg like stopped working on it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when like here here's the thing. I uh, over my college years dipped my toes back in SpongeBob a bunch of times because David also loves SpongeBob a lot. We'd always watch it together. Like when we were like when it was Saturday morning, we're like we need some cartoons. We'll watch some SpongeBob, um, and we. Only watched the first few seasons. We dipped our toes into like the later seasons as well. And here's what I'm going to say about new SpongeBob. Old SpongeBob was... Heart. He, he, heart is like a good way to say it, I think. Like he um, was a very well-intentioned, sweet guy who just lacked a lot of common sense and did really goofy mm. stuff. New SpongeBob is kind of like this two-dimensional, flat, goofy, like no soul character who just, like, says stuff to say stuff. And also, like, a lot of the characters now, their main goal is to make fun of SpongeBob, which is really, like, that's so sad. Because, like, Sandy Cheeks, like, has always been, like, in the first seasons, like, she was, like, so... She loves SpongeBob. Like, he was her, like, her really good friend, and they always went on these adventures together. But, like, in New SpongeBob, she's like, oh, SpongeBob, you're so dumb. Or, like, Patrick's, like, just being loud and obnoxious all the time. And, like, Squidward is still basically Squidward, but now he's, like kind of more he's less he's less dry and mean which somehow i miss because i love dry mean because
0: well, he's just it's just sad now yes Squidward. it's like why are you tormenting this poor yes man? absolutely because that's what it feels like mm-hmm. I, I totally agree um it makes me sad mm-hmm. like yeah it's the heart it's that like now they're all soulless mm-hmm. it's weird mm-hmm. And it's, like, back in the day, you could tell, like, the characters really cared about each other. Even Squidward loves SpongeBob. Oh, yes. Like, deep down. And mm-hmm. you could tell. And it's, like, and that's what mattered was that all these characters actually really cared about each other. God, I just remembered the scene where Mr. Krabs puts a quarter in a thing and gets it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or the, like, lucky dollar or whatever.
1: Of his life, His first his dollar. First that's dime. a
0: great episode. Because that's got the, that's the part where Patrick, like, we have the technologists, <laughs> and then beats the thing with a computer. <laughs> when I was little, I was very excited because so um, I moved around a lot, which meant that like I had friends in other states that I would visit. Like so I moved to Maryland and I didn't mm. really like it. And I had all my friends back in Philly. So my mom would like because my mom's a saint would like drive me over for sleepovers every once in a while on weekends so it was like a three-hour ride that's really good um one way and um uh i got very excited one time because i got a dvd player like a portable dvd player and it was like the coolest shit ever and What did I get? I didn't buy, like, movies. I didn't buy, like... I just bought DVD cases of SpongeBob (laughs) episodes, and that's what I would watch. And I remember very vividly just continuously watching the Flying Dutchman episode where they go to the perfume department um, in that little DVD player in that car and just having a ball of a time. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So I want to go over really quickly, like, some of the, like, the classic... Like these SpongeBob episodes that will always stand the test of time. Like, we've got Band Geeks. Like, that one is iconic. Everyone will remember that one. Chocolate with Nuts, we sweet, already talked about.
0: Sweet victory.
1: There's yeah. this petition going around to have them play that at the Super Bowl, and <gasps> that would make me. I don't. It'll never happen. But honestly, I would no, cry. No,
0: that would tears be amazing dedication to Stephen Helmsberg. Because mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. oh, oh
0: no, my
1: god, it, SpongeBob also has this huge international appeal. Like it seems like a global phenomenon. Like there's like SpongeBob uh, advertising. Like you can see it in all different languages. Like, the ponches world.
0: Ponches <laughs> is what he is in French. In France. My,
1: my favorite one is this Japanese commercial for SpongeBob, where it says these kids get SpongeBob toys at McDonald's and they scream for 30 seconds straight. And it's honestly horrifying because they're just screaming and grabbing these Spongebob toys, but it's great. I'm like, you live your bliss. It's real. Um, Other ones, the Krusty Krab training video, we talked about that one.
0: Uh,
1: So important. (laughs) (laughs) Hoopla. (laughs) Hoopla.
0: Like the fact that I can remember core quotes from all of these episodes. I can't do that with any other cartoon. Mm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not for this many. Mm -hmm.
1: Like the list goes on and on.
0: Remember the time when they had that huge um, special of the Lost episode?
1: I was looking forward to that for weeks. Like, literally, I was so excited. That so was Patchy. And, yeah, Patchy the Pirate. Oh my god, Patchy the Pirate.
0: <laughs> you know that's Spongebob's voice actor.
1: Yeah, no, I figured that out like maybe a year ago. I was watching like the Lost episode and I was like, huh, something's something's going on here. This guy is very similar to Spongebob.
0: My mom quotes Patchy all the time because there's a moment or something where he's like, "Where like he's like, I never lose anything," and then the bird's like, "What about your hands? Like, yeah, I did lose my hands. Like, what about your leg? I did lose my leg. What about your eyes? It's like, I did." Shut up! And it's like my mom quotes that to my dad whenever he loses something.
1: <laughs> and like it's these nostalgic jokes and quotes that can give you a belly laugh. That like yeah. that's unique, right? Like that's not something you can get from anything.
0: Pinhead. Pinhead
1: Larry. <laughs> that <knew>? episode
0: <laughs> always freaked me out.
1: Yeah. Sandy was so intense.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like I always remember the gorilla and the robot, and they're not even like characters. That that like... messed
1: with my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Future. Future! SP129. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But like a uh, pizza delivery is another one that's really oh my important.
0: Crusty <laughs> you and me, and that's an that's an episode that shows that Spo- that Squidward really cares about SpongeBob because he just shoves that pizza in that dick's face.
1: That's right. That was really good justice.
0: Yeah. Good job, Squidward. Like Squidward is he's just an he's just an old you know minimum wage employee like Mm -hmm. give him some credit Mm -hmm. the longer i've lived the more i've become squidward (laughs) and it's a weird thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) no yeah he's yeah i i feel like each of them is like an aspect of my psyche if i think about it Oh you know? you're
0: id, ego, and super ego. Yes,
1: I don't know what that means. <laughs> I forget what psychology is, but it's I'm going to It's Freud, say that so now. no one
0: cares, because he's wrong.
1: <clears throat> um, But yeah, so my, okay, so here's one of my treasured memories of Spongebob, and it is anything that Mrs. Puff has ever said, <laughs> because she is just, Squidward has driven her, no not Squidward, Spongebob has driven her to the brink of insanity so many times, And, like, she's just, like, trying her her. hardest to do her job and, like, run a good boating school. And, like, it's just, it never works out for her. Like, Dave and I will always just say to each other, barnacles. Dirty, dirty barnacles.
0: (laughs) What I learned in boating (laughs) school is... Blankety, blankety,
1: blankety.
0: Or, like the episode where they, they raise a clam together.
1: Yes, oh my gosh.
0: Overtime? <laughs> <sighs> oh, or when oh. Gary was missing. That was a heartbreaking episode. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I love
1: SpongeBob. And it's funny because, like, when I think about it, like, a lot of what SpongeBob's charm is isn't necessarily the fact that they're undersea creatures. Like, they derive, like, a good chunk of humor from that, but, like, a lot of it is just, like, the good writing, right? And it's the interactions mm-hmm. between these goofy characters.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I can't understand your <laughs> accent. to someone try done a linguistic conlang? interpretation of that?
1: I really wanted to make that into a conlang, but Sanders said, yeah, that's not really a phoneme. <laughs> <laughs> i realize now i should have just made it a phony, but whatever i'm dumb <laughs> but yeah yeah and like from an animation perspective i think spongebob is really great for just to like look at i mean they do this the, the realistic close-ups i think are an excellent way to use their medium to like evoke like a gross disgusting. guttural reaction from the audience <laughs>
0: Bring it around, bring it
1: around town, town. and like I love the use of like going as you said earlier, like dipping into live action. Every so often, like remember Hans, the giant hand who comes in. Yes, (laughs) he's appeared a couple times, and I love him.
0: Jelly, all the music, Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. jellyfish
0: jelly, the green sweater song.
1: Oh, the striped sweater song, yeah, yeah,
0: striped sweater, (gasps) and then the fun, of course. Oh my gosh, fun for friends. You do stuff together. you is for you and me. and is for anywhere. Anytime
1: at i Down town. here in the deep, deep blue, sea. blue sea. Oh my gosh, have mercy. I S used to is see.
0: for fire that <laughs> burns down the whole town. You is for uranium bombs. and is for no survival. Like, oh. I haven't watched that episode in a decade and I know that song.
1: Oh my gosh. I used to have a friend who, like... Well, I still have a friend. What am I saying? I have a friend who used to like love SpongeBob and like we would just like quote SpongeBob all the time. And then he became this crusty old guy who was really, really like grumpy all the time and mad. But whenever I want to crack a smile on his face, I'll just quote SpongeBob and then he'll grin a little and then say the entire scene from memory of what it is.
0: Oh my god! Whoa. Did you hear that? What? It was like a train trolley. A train trolley.
1: But yeah, so I just want to pour one out for SpongeBob today because yeah, press F
0: yeah. for SpongeBob.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, very important. Well, anyway, let me play you a song on my rake hornpipe, pipe, which is one of the songs from SpongeBob that I use all the time. Kelly's current corner.
0: Hi everyone. Hi. Welcome to Kelly's Current Corner. Uh, I actually do have a good bit of things oh, to say. Oh? First of all, I want to retract everything negative I ever said about Pokemon Let's Go last episode. <laughs> because I've been playing it non-stop and it's fantastic and I got mm. a shiny in it and it's all I care about now.
1: Oh my god, um, Kelly. That shiny Vulpix is beautiful.
0: I know. He's a wonderful child. Mm. Good lad. Good perfect lad. IVs. Oh. Um, Richard and I last week were together in our corporeal forms Mm -hmm. and we watched Akka. And I just want to say Akka is still great. Mm -hmm. I'll let Richard talk about it because he's never seen it Mm -hmm. in his corner, but I just want to note that I still love it. Mm -hmm. I also watched Wreck-It Ralph, but not the (gasps) sequel. I just ended up watching the first one with my parents (laughs) and still love it. Still great. Still a very well written construct, like, in a construction standpoint, I think Wreck-It Ralph is incredible. Mm. Like they foreshadow everything at the exact right moment. Mm. And like everything has a payoff. Um, And I just think it's really incredibly well done. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about is the thing I actually want to talk about for a good while is that I watched the movie Mirai no Mirai. Ooh, what's that? Which is currently in theaters for limited run. So go see it. Um, I think today it's, being shown and december 4th or 5th or something i think 5th uh so go check out your local theaters um mirai no mirai is a anime movie by the same people who did wolf children and summer wars oh. and boy the beast and the girl who left through time so you know it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i watched it with ravenna and their partner and it was incredible, incredible. Um, so what Mirai no Mirai is about is, okay, so first of all, I got a very aggressive ad campaign about it. (laughs) Like the moment that I watched, um, Walk on Girl, The Night is Young, that movie, Mm. the minute that stopped airing, suddenly my Instagram was flooded with ads for Mirai no Mirai, even though it wasn't going to show for another three months. But I was like, okay, I'll go see it. (laughs) Um, kids, whatever. Uh like I got in a very aggressive campaign for it. And the way that it was marketed was it was about this little boy whose sister from the future comes to him and helps him figure stuff out or whatever. Mm. That's not what this movie's about. <laughs> uh that is an element to it but not really. What this movie is about is about this young boy who's like 4 or 3 or something and his parents recently just gave birth to his little sister. And it's about this boy learning empathy and like his place in the family and like moving away from being like, you know, the self-centered little kid that you always are when you get a new sibling and are like, oh, my parents are now going to have to take care of this thing or, oh, I have to be nice to this thing. I have to share space now. Mm. And um, it's done through these like vignettes of this kid's like imagination where like whenever he steps outside, he steps into a new world his dog is personified as a person, and it's really funny. <laughs> his he, he imagines his sister from the future who comes and talks to him and says, like, stop putting crackers on my face. And it's just, it's done so incredibly well. Mm. Like, I can't explain how well it does. It's like you, the, you listen in on the family with the kid about hearing these snippets about like, oh, my grandfather was in... World War 2 or oh my mom like used to do this when she was little and then he'll like have his little imagination adventures where he meets those people and like they give him lessons and stuff. I don't know, it's just a beautiful film and just really well done and I I've never been in a theater where we laughed so much with the audience. Mm. Like just consistently over and over again. Mm. Like, the dog character is so good. And there are so many memorable quotes about it. Like, I don't know. I just highly recommend it. Go see it. Go support animes being shown in theaters.
1: It, um, I love this studio so much. Um, yeah. Like, I, they've made so many movies that I really, really enjoy. And um, just the fact that we can possibly patronize it in the States is such a good opportunity. I really want to go see this.
0: Go see it. It's so good. And the way that it blends CGI within it, Is very good. Mm. Like you can tell it's CGI, but they're using it because it works in the scene. It never transports you out.
1: Nice, nice. That's important. It's
0: just very good, and I really, 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 really liked it, and so did my two friends. So go see it.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Also, there's a train from hell that will give kids nightmares.
1: Spooky train? Oh no.
0: Spooky train. I still have to see Walk On Girl. I gotta
1: see Walk On Girl still. So far behind you're the worst
0: i am um excuse me for a second shit
1: (laughs) oh how does it
0: go best what's the song that when they're we have the butterfly a
1: friend is a friend friend to the end of the the end end. end. that's That's forever forever. and a day day.
0: richard's (laughs) rambunctious
1: Welcome to Richard's Rambunctious Room. Thank you for coming in. Please take your shoes off. Make sure that you don't crack in too much dirt. And let me sit you down and tell you about (gasps) Akka. Akka, we watched the first three episodes, right, Kelly? I
0: think so. Yeah,
1: I think we watched the first three episodes of Akka. I love the art style so far. It's simple, but also elegant in the way that it does it. (laughs) Uh, But also unique. It's not like classic, cutesy, like, anime. It's like just quality and doesn't distract... It's, like, interesting, but doesn't distract from the plot that I'm trying to uh, get engaged It's in. about adults. It's about adults. Doing adult things. Um, and, yeah, the... I love the characters that we've seen so far. They're very, like... <laughs> I love, like, the relationship between the reporter guy and the main character. Like, their friendship is good so far, but I, I smell some sort of stink on the wind. Something bad's gonna happen soon, I'm thinking. Um, and, like just the variety of different like characters like we've got the giant people who live in the giant place that makes lots of big food we've got the the small shorter people who are living in the giant people place and also i was very hungry watching the show because they did have some very pretty pictures of food it's true um you
0: love bread in that show
1: oh bread's very good in that show I'm excited to get um, into the plot right now because right now, like, there's a lot of tension building internationally with like the different uh, between like the the monarchy that is like governing over the country as well as like between the, the the democratic organization that like runs peace within the nation. So I'm excited to see where that goes. It looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also played a lot of Pokemon over the past two weeks. <laughs>
0: Maybe.
1: I uh, went home uh, for Thanksgiving break, and I hung out with Kelly at home. And whenever I go home, I like dig out my DS from wherever it's hiding, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play some games on this on the plane ride. And I got super into uh, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, which was the sixth generation remake of the Hoenn region. And I love that game so much; it's so, it's good. so good, it's so great. Um, and like, they introduced like. I feel that whenever you reboot a game, you need to introduce a lot of really good mechanics. You have to riff off of stuff that's existed in the original game and, and expand upon it. And Oros, like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, did an amazing job of expanding upon pre-existing contents, concepts and introducing them. Like secret bases were expanded upon so incredibly you could share those via um, street pass and spot pass. Um, mm-hmm. We had the, um, the soaring um ability that you could use Latios and latios for which means that number one you didn't have to have a flying person in your party which like honestly i'm fine with hms but like it's another thing i don't have to worry about which is nice um -hmm. you had mega evolution you had a bunch of new mega evolutions that were really fun i'm getting a mega beedrill on my team right now which is gonna be great and i'm gonna get a mega agron sorry i could spend a lot of time talking about this but in short i love um i loved alpha sapphire um it's like Rishi, kind of. Do you
0: like Pokemon?
1: I kind of like Pokemon. Um, I don't like it as much as our resident expert Kelly Smemo, apparently. Uh, <laughs> who's th- th- I I I have embraced the fact that she is the Pokemon master and that I am a humble <laughs> servant. Um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm I just am about to beat the sixth gym and get the ability to fly. So.
0: Yeah, you're further in Auras than I am in Let's Go. <laughs> I only have four Pokemon badges, but to be fair, I'm currently hunting for a shiny Eevee.
1: You're hunting for a shiny Eevee? Holy cow! Yeah, I want to
0: get a shiny Eevee so I can get a shiny Vaporeon.
1: Ooh! Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, the thing about Pokemon Let's Go is like it's just so much fun to hunt.
1: Yeah, no, like, hunting it's so really much good. fun to
0: hunt. Shiny hunting, my corner's done.
1: shiny hunting is hard in other games. Yeah. It looks like it's a lot less it's, punishing. It's still hard,
0: game. but it's like I don't know. There's something fun about it. Mm, nice, 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 nice. Th- th- thrill.
1: Yeah, it's mostly frustrating in previous games for me. Like I would just do it for hours and yeah. be like, I hate this. I want to stop, but I have to get my shiny Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's what we that's what we've been doing in our current corners. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I want to do a little bit of animation news before I move on. Wait. Oh. Wait. What Are we going to talk about animation news at all in the next segment or no?
0: I mean, it's a new thing that dropped.
1: Okay, then I'll, I'll it's hold on. Disney
0: I'll hold related. On
1: okay, it's not Disney related. So first of all, Cowboy Bebop is going to get a live action adaptation.
0: Oh, snap. Ew.
1: Um, Netflix is sponsoring it. I, I bet they could do it okay. But I have been burned before and I do not have high hopes.
0: Yeah, they ruined um, Death Note.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Death Note and like we... uh, Well, I guess that was the only live... Well, did they do a live action? um, Didn't they do FMA? They did FMA. Well, that was a Japanese studio that did it and I think Uh. they did a pretty good job. Um, And then there was a Japanese studio that did a live action erased. And so those are both like... I don't have any problems with those. I just really hope that they do an okay job with this because I really liked Cowboy Bebop. I really liked watching it an anime club. That was very fun. Um, Mm. And I don't know. I know it's such a formative anime that so many people really loved, so they better not mess it up is all I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Speaking of newsworthy things, Mm -hmm. Netflix, um, Evangelion... So Evangelion (gasps) has not had has not been able to be legally streamed online for like a decade or so. What? It's like Crunchyroll doesn't have the rights to it. Funimation doesn't have it. Like no one had the rights to it. And so you just can't stream the TV series mm. like anywhere. But Netflix just got it. Mm-hmm. So now for the first time in like a decade or so, like you can, like it's Evangelion is going to be made available to a huge population of people. Mm. Um, so I'm really pumped about it. I'm planning to rewatch it. I love Kelly and everyone should go watch it now that you can, for sure, easily, in the spring, watch it.
1: I have already heard um, a bunch of reactions to it, um, whether or not people are re-watching it now or, like, just talking about how excited they are for it coming out, and they're just like, wow, how did I not, like, watch, how did I not get to appreciate Shinji as much as I get to appreciate him now? Like, he's, like, uh, a bi-icon. Like, <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. My bi-icon. Yeah, a
1: bi-icon. Which is a Beautiful unicorn boy. with two horns.
0: that's a bicorn i
1: mix it up yeah bicorn yeah bicorn bicorn i
0: mean i have to sit my cat down and show him because i named him after shinji (laughs) so he needs to see his roots of the scared boy
1: your your namesake (laughs) (laughs)
0: um but that's not the topic i want to bring up this week
1: okay good, good good
0: this is barely a topic but more that i need an outlet for my frustration and anger and resentment
1: go nuts man
0: Richard, I don't know if you are made aware of this, but Disney has a current trend of taking its beloved animated classics and turning them into live action movies.
1: Huh, right. they have been doing that, haven't they?
0: They have, they have, to my ire, because it assumes or it, it, it implies that an animated work can is not a finished or perfect work because it can always be made better by being turned into live action, which I think is just... A falsehood. Now, this has... Oh, my God. I'm so angry right <laughs> now. Well,
1: what, what What? What? brought about... What really tipped the scales on this, Callie?
0: So, Disney announced that they were making a live-action Lion King. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. <laughs> because Lion King, not only is my favorite Disney movie ever, uh, is also entirely animal cast.
1: Yeah, you're gonna need to do mostly CGI, so is that even live action? So,
0: so, so, exactly, Richard. You just ruined my I'm sorry, movie. I'm sorry. yeah, but that's fine. They finally released a trailer for it. The entire film is in CGI and they dare broadcast it as a live action remake that is not what live action means cgi is animation what you have done is just made a 3d version of lion king which is not a live action lion king there are no real lions in this movie it is all cgi i am so angry at this marketing i am so angry at the fact that like cgi is somehow a more real animation form or something like it's it's above 2d animation which is a trend that we've been seeing for years because of the of the of lack of 2d animation in cinema Mm. but like it's not live action (laughs)
1: that's just funny that's just straight up funny
0: (laughs) it's it's not richard it's not live action. like that's just just, like (laughs) it's just an animated movie disney
1: I guess like the, so like I I can't be, well, so I can be mad about this, but like the main thing that I'm seeing is mostly just like Disney had a concept that they made so much money off of and they really want to keep making money off of that concept. And so they're like, well, we can't just do the same type of animation. I guess we just have to brand it as something else so we can keep making money off of this concept is sort of like the vibe that I'm
0: getting from it. It's infuriating. No, what's happening is they're running out of people only animated movies that they've made mm. cuz a lot of the movies that haven't become live action yet are the ones that are like mostly animals. Like mm-hmm. like I don't know Robin Hood or lady of the Tramp, One one dalmatians whatever and it's like like it's just CGI, bud.
1: I guess they just are like, "Oh, let's do like a gritty reboot of it by making it look realistic." And I'm like, oh, okay. It's Whatever. already
0: Hamlet. It's, yeah, Disney. <laughs> it's gritty enough. Mufasa trampled.
1: So, okay. Oh, Kelly. Oh man. Sorry. So, I have I'm a just... list of movies that are getting live-action reboots. Do you want to hear them? No. <laughs> They'll make you mad.
0: <laughs> Marty, angry.
1: Okay. What if I give you like one?
0: Just give it to me. Okay. Man.
1: So, like, um, again, this start. This features mostly animals. We are getting in May, March of uh, twenty nineteen. Dumbo.
0: That's right. I saw Okay, this I'm mad about also. Because like I Dumbo is a movie that I only saw very little of because I it made me so sad mm-hmm. all the yeah. time. No, it's very the only sad. thing I remember is like him reaching out to his mom when she's in the little cage. Mm. And he's like crying and she's like singing him a lullaby and it's like honestly top 10 saddest anime scenes <laughs> in the world. Um there's no, like, they have that scene in the trailer, and it's not nearly as emotionally impactful.
1: Because, mm. like, I'm, like, distracted by the fact, like, oh, my God, what is that strange, like, uncanny valley elephant there that's clearly not real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, here's another one. Aladdin.
0: Really? Yeah, no.
1: Actually, this one does feature humans, so, like, they're yeah. probably going to be able to pull it off successfully, but, like...
0: How's the genie going to look? Oh,
1: who, I, I think they actually got someone as Aladdin. I remember hearing that they got a good person as Aladdin, but I don't remember. Um,
0: How's the genie going to be?
1: I, it's Mike so Myers weird.
0: isn't around.
1: It's, like, not Robin Williams, so, or like, not
0: Robin Williams. Why yeah. did I say Mike Myers? I'm
1: <laughs> so sorry, Robin Williams. <laughs> <Myers. laughs> That's fine. Oh,
0: my God. Robin Williams, you're, you're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> you're Evangelion, and you named I, your child Zelda. Like, you're really cool.
1: He named his child Zelda?
0: Yeah. Like the Zelda video game? Williams Williams. Yeah, because he loves Zelda.
1: That's cool. Like, I love Zelda too. Yeah.
0: Do you not... Yeah, no. Robin Williams is a total nerd. Oh, he cool. loves Evangelion and put it in a movie. He like... It's so funny. What? Yeah, there's like a, a movie that he's in. I don't know what it... I've never seen it. Hmm. But the, you can see the clip where um he like worked at the prop department where like they're in this pharmacy. And he like works at a pharmacy and this kid like, comes up to him holding, like, an Evangelion packaged figure. What? And is like, what is this? And it's like, that's Evangelion or something. And it's like, why is this in a fart?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a great... I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, good. Thank but, you. But, uh, yeah, no, Robin Williams is... He's cool.
1: So here's one thing that I will say for The Lion King. They are going to be casting a bunch of people of color, which is good. Um, like, that's... At least they're but they not... they should
0: be casting lions.
1: They should be casting lines. You make a very good point. <laughs> they should be casting real life lines who they trained to speak in English and they're walking around. Um,
0: Mufasa is the same voice actor as the original. Which yeah, uh,
1: James Earl Jones. That's really impressive. Um, yeah. Mulan is getting one in 2020. Which, God, they can really mess that up. I really hope they, they don't. They don't. God.
0: Yeah. Oh, whatever. No, see, I wouldn't be mad at this new Lion King if they didn't say it's live action Mm. because it's not and what it's just doing is perpetuating that it's legitimizing 3d animation as a live action substitute Mm. when it's like but then you should say that all animation can be just as good as live action but Mm. that's not what you're saying
1: Mm.
0: like that's what pisses me off
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. and just
0: infuriates me but i watched the trailer and it looks beautiful but like uh, it's not live action! It's not live action. They could
1: at least, like... Do, I mean, like, I guess it's hard to say, like, oh, we're doing a, a a striving for realism type of 3D animation. But, like, still, don't call it live action when clearly you're not going to have a single living, breathing animal in this movie. Ugh. Ugh. Man. They're just trying to... They're just trying to attract people who hate animation is what I'm hearing. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like saying that, um the polar express is a live action film Ugh. that's the equivalent that's Ugh. what it's saying god that
1: movie's so scary
0: if the new lion king is a live action film polar express is a live action film and we need to change all the branding that's my petition you
1: have changed all the branding mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so
1: make the petition make the petition change this polar change express this is my name.
0: new favorite live action film
1: oh my god did you love the acting the the, the acting that they did in that movie yeah. The, the live action. I actually
0: really do like The Polar Express.
1: I hear it's a good movie. I just get very scared of it.
0: Oh, I went through a period like a few, when I was like 12 or something, where I would just watch it like every day in December because it was always on TV. I don't know why.
1: Ooh, I can't wait to start watching Christmas specials and Christmas movies because that's Yeah, Richie, yeah. you
0: watch The Polar Express. Um,
1: scary. Mm-hmm. Scary, Together,
0: scary. oh scary. 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 do you cry.
1: Oh, you'll make me cry, Callie. It'll
0: be good. Anyway, yeah, this is like a short topic, mm. but honestly, I was just really angry at the fact that we have words and they mean things. Yeah,
1: words mean things. Why
0: are we why are we throwing it away? Disney.
1: Do you know what other things Disney's making in the next couple years?
0: What?
1: They're making um <laughs> Well, first of all, they're making Mary Poppins Returns with Lin-Manuel Miranda, which I'm very excited about. Um huh. Uh, they are making another Indiana Jones movie, which is kind of oh bananas. God. How can they make another one?
0: The fourth one was so bad.
1: P- oh, my God. Crystal Skull. Wow. It was just... Oh, boy.
0: I saw that in theaters because my dad was excited about an Indiana Jones
1: movie. Oh, that's a shame that they got people excited and then delivered nothing to them.
0: Yeah. They <laughs> delivered crap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, Alien crap. So twenty twenty one is when this is coming out, and Harrison Ford's still going to be in it. How old is Harrison Ford at He's this point?
0: So old. He's very old. That's the thing. I saw someone arguing that's it's like it's bullshit that like female actresses in movies and love interests when their remakes have to be recasted. Yeah. They can't be old. But Harrison Ford gets to be the geriatric Indiana Joes. And that was like <laughs> the words they use and I laughed.
1: I can still go on adventures even though I'm very, very old. Whereas like if a Look woman gets my
0: hot twelve girlfriends. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> If, like, a woman is, like, over the age of 40, it's like, ooh, sorry, I don't know if you're gonna be in this reboot. Sorry. Yeah, it's
0: like, it's just not realistic.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: anyway, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's 85 and riding a dragon in this movie. <laughs> and aliens. Indiana but, Jones you know, and the aliens. It's alien not dragon. realistic for a 35-year-old woman to be here. Yeah.
1: No, it's very not realistic. Can you imagine? She'd be too old. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. You know that they're making a Toy Story 4?
1: Yes! Oh, my gosh. Why? I can't believe it. I'm very surprised, honestly. Why?
0: Let it die. Like I feel, I Let haven't even die. seen it. Let
1: it die. Oh, speaking of which, are you making Frozen two?
0: Yeah, they are. Which I got. Like, that's watch. expected. I'll watch. I know you will.
1: I loved Frozen so goddamn much, Kelly Smirou. I know you did. I saw I that movie did, so many Richard. times in friggin' theaters.
0: I know, Richard. I was I was friends with you when it was happening.
1: <sighs> I used to go to Sharples, sit down with friends, and then just talk about Frozen for hours. And then we do it every day.
0: It's for not like a good a semester.
1: Movie. It's not a great movie, but. God, god damn i loved it so much
0: i saw that in theaters with my family and we got out of it and my mom was like that was a bad movie uh,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, and uh, i was like it wasn't that bad like the music was good and she's like no that was like a bad movie I'm like, okay mom." Str-
1: oh man frozen has so many problems kelly frozen has so yeah, many problems man. and they made so many like decisions that are so questionable why were there trolls like there was no reason to have the trolls there except yeah no yeah whatever but still i love their song it's my favorite song from the whole musical and it's a little fixer-upper that's what it's all about
0: I just remember before the movie come out they like they released the entirety of Let It Go what? Like on YouTube like that whole scene really? like a trailer almost for people to get hyped about the movie and I was so hyped because oh, it's so good it's such a good
1: song mm.
0: yeah Idina Menzel <sighs>
1: My brother used to, when he was a teacher in Japan, he used to make them sing. "Let" Because Frozen was so incredibly popular in Japan, he made them sing Let It Go every day. Um, because like, that's a good like language learning exercise, right? Like memorizing something. Um, right. But also the kids hated it within the first couple months because every single day they'd have to sing this song.
0: <laughs> I was
1: like, whatever. <sighs> Do you think Toy Story 4 is going to be okay, Kelly? I don't know. No. I'm very I not really worried. like Toy Story 3. I, I I heard a lot of people really liked it. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Um, oh, it's okay.
1: It's like it digs into the like a, an interesting concept, right? Like it's about like growing up and all that shit. But like, it's what's, about letting go. Like, what's Toy Story four going to be? Letting go. <laughs> what's Toy Story four going to be about? Like, letting. I don't know. I, I don't know. Toys. I, don't
0: know. I just I'm over it. Yeah. You know what's a good movie that I need to rewatch? What Ratatouille.
1: I did enjoy Ratatouille. We watched it in coding class. Ratatouille
0: is about a millennial. Who's okay. got so much shit thrown in his face that having a rat pilot him <laughs> is just like, whatever. It's an Evangelion remake. Yeah,
1: get in the human, Shinji.
0: <laughs> this topic went out nowhere. <laughs> I just am mad, and I just wanted everyone to know how mad I was.
1: No, good. Let it scream into the void. Let them know. Richard. Yes? Let's go to the rec room. Let's go to the rec room. Choo choo. Chugga 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 chugga. -chugga -chugga -chugga. (laughs) Rec room. That's my way of stalling because I forget what my recommendation for the week was. What's your
0: rec of the week, Richard?
1: Well, I'm so glad you asked because I have it right here in my phone. It is... Oh. Wow, that was dumb of me. I wrote down my rec of the week was like a list of SpongeBob episodes because I was so happy about SpongeBob. (laughs) <laughs> my regular week, everyone, I want you to go and find dig dig up your old Spongebob d- DVDs, and I want you to go watch the episode Hall Monitor from SpongeBob. Oh,
0: that's a good one.
1: Because that one stands out in my memory as like a really quality Spongebob episode because he talks like he, Spongebob, it has this whole plot arc of Spongebob wanting to take on responsibility. And so Mrs. Puff gives it to him. Little does she know that he completely misconstrues what his responsibilities are. And then he goes on to mess up a bunch of people's days and they brand him a monster. And he tries to catch this monster. And Patrick says, it's <laughs> the it's the open window maniac. And it has the iconic line of uh, Patrick saying, wee woo, wee woo, very scared.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wee woo, wee woo.
1: But yeah, go watch that
0: um richard my wreck of the week i'm actually very excited
1: to talk Ooh. about
0: have you seen shrek retold
1: no what is that
0: all right so shrek retold is a fan created project where um a youtube channel called 3gi organized 200 people over the past <gasps> few years to remake the entirety of shrek what and it came out i think two days ago Um, But they released a trailer for it and I've only seen the trailer. So basically it's a combination of like live action, art, um, animation, stop motion, whatever. And then no, it's just the script is what they're using. Like they're recording their own dialogue, like their own voices. And it's an entire shot for shot remake of Shrek, but like trippy AF because it's changing styles every few seconds. Hmm. And it looks amazing. And like, what a feat. To have it finished and done, yeah. And to coordinate all that and like, oh, I love fandom and I love collaboration and I love creating fan pieces like this. So it's just a super exciting thing. So I'll link the um, the uh, the trailer. It's it's amazing the creativity that went into it.
1: These fan reproductions of movies, like these collaborative fan reproductions of like these huge iconic pieces of work, are just so amazing because like it's everyone puts a little bit of themselves into this huge collaborative remake of something that everyone loves and like that's oh, awesome
0: it's it's incredibly well done mm. so and it's, it's really nice because it's like all like different kinds of level mm. of mastery over the medium is shown so i'm pretty sure they also have like kids on this
1: Aww. doing things
0: and it's just like the fact that that was welcomed and like you know every kind of participation is valued mm-hmm. And valid is just it makes my heart warm and i it's like the best part of fandom like this is what it's supposed to be yes um and nurturing that creativity uh and not you know spoiling it
1: yeah so i'm
0: gonna include it the link it's incredible go watch it go support it i think it's out now um i haven't seen it yet maybe i will we'll see um i feel like that's a good group activity
1: no absolutely yeah i'm gonna probably have my friends watch that later later this week because we all love shrek who doesn't love shrek
0: who doesn't love Shrek? Shrek Two is better. Shrek Two um, is very good. But I think that's it, and we need to thank some people.
1: I would love to thank some people. Specifically, I would like to thank. Mm, I would. Oopsie doodle. Oh my god. <laughs> my mouth turned into butter. I would like to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. Also, you can find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. And if you want to look up at the stars at night, um, you might find that they are dull and dim over Dermold's Stupid, Texas. And if you could grab some of those and put, give them to us, that'd be cool.
0: Lasso them down.
1: Lasso them down. The stars at night are dull and dim. <laughs> uh, also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Oh my
0: god. Uh
1: woo. Woo.
0: What should we leave him with this week, Richard?
1: Uh we should leave you with Don't don't let people tell you that live action is better than animated. And don't let them try to pass off animation as live action.
0: <laughs> I mean look how good SpongeBob is.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Change the world.
1: Change the world, bruh. They're gonna make a live. Yeah. Oh, they already did make a live action. I hear it was very good. The the, the musical, spider musical.
0: Yeah, I heard it was
1: good. Anyway, bye.
0: Bye bye. Hi, I'm Abby, and I'm Amy, and we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions, questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold.
1: In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K pop group. The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is a story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fancast. Join your favorite anime club hosts Kelly and Richard every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, 17. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.